The welcome flow probably is one of my favorites. And that's because this flow generates an 86% greater click rate than one-time sense. That's Ivana Radoyevic talking about the importance of email marketing in e-commerce businesses. Want to learn more? Well, you'll need to listen to the show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. I know that I'm shopping a lot more online these days. And at the root of all of that is an e-commerce engine that is partially driven by email. And that's really what we're going to talk about today. I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Ivana Radoyevic. Ivana has six years of e-commerce sales marketing experience in a high-growth startup environment, deploying high-performing campaigns along every stage of the customer value journey for Shopify merchants across North America, Europe, and Australia. Ivana is currently part of a five-person team that operates and promotes Merchant Mastery, an online training and coaching center for Shopify store owners, where she's also an elite coach specializing in email marketing. And in addition to teaching and coaching, Ivana also produces and co-hosts the official Merchant Mastery podcast. Ivana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited too, because honestly, I'm an email geek and I love it for all sorts of things. But in e-commerce, There are some very specific emails that you need to be developing. What are they? Yeah, so the thing that I always tell merchants is that there is kind of four key emails that I recommend every merchant has set up. And that is anybody that's kind of beginning on their e-commerce journey or, you know, if they've been around for years and years. So the first of those is a welcome flow. And I'm just going to step back a second here because there is a difference between a flow and a campaign, as you'll hear me kind of reference. Uh, A flow is automated. So somebody takes an action on your website and that triggers that flow, whereas a campaign are one-time sends. So that could be like a weekly newsletter. Maybe you have a flash sale. Maybe you want to share a blog article or something like that. So the welcome flow is one of those key flows that is, I mean, I don't want to play favorites, but the welcome flow probably is one of my favorites. And that's because this flow generates an 86% greater click rate than one-time sense. So it's really, really important to get the emails in your welcome flow right, and especially the first email in that sequence. The welcome flows, they really, they're a crucial first impression. You know, it's your chance to educate people about your brand, tell subscribers what to expect, convince new shoppers to explore your store, you know, all kinds of different things. They're a first impression and a really important one. So welcome flow, 100%, that is one I recommend every e-commerce store have set up. So let me ask you a quick question about the welcome flow. Are there one or two things that you absolutely should do in a welcome flow to make it more successful? Yeah. So I actually recommend starting with a four-part email sequence here, and I recommend sending it over the first seven to 10 days after somebody subscribes to your email, Uh, especially your first email, the one that you should be sending immediately as soon as somebody subscribes. That email should fulfill whatever value proposition you used to get them to subscribe in the first place. And email one typically drives the most revenue in this series. So it's crucial to get this first email right. Wow. Okay. So we've got the welcome flow and 
that's that sort of first email. But you mentioned that there were four. So what's the second kind of campaign or flow that I should be thinking about? Yeah. So the next one is another popular one. It's the abandoned cart flow. So on average, shoppers leave seven out of 10 carts behind. So if you don't have an abandoned cart flow set up, you are missing out on some potential sales, right? So these are people who have added to their cart, but they haven't actually completed the purchase. They never checked out. Um, And they just need that extra nudge to kind of get them across the finish line and complete the transaction. So with the abandoned cart, I recommend sending two to three emails in this series. Um, And if you can offer some kind of an incentive, like a 10% discount, maybe free shipping if you don't already offer this, or a gift with purchase or something like that, just to really encourage the shoppers to hit that purchase button and complete the transaction. I know that I've gotten distracted. I think it's human nature. You're you're ready to do something and the baby cries or the dog barks or the phone rings and you don't get back to it. So that abandoned cart email is really valuable to go, oh yeah, I was going to make that reservation or whatever it was, was I was going to do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What's email number three? That would be the post-purchase flow. So kind of as the name implies, you send this out after somebody has completed a purchase. Uh, These are important for getting reviews, for example. We all know how important reviews are in e-commerce and the post-purchase flow can be very useful in getting those. Uh, You could consider offering some sort of incentives to really encourage reviews. And especially if you'd like photo or video reviews, which are hard to come by these days, but they're like gold in e-commerce, you know, getting those, those video and photo reviews. Um, You can send how-tos, especially if you have a little bit more of a complex um, product that you sell. So so showing your customers exactly how to use it so you don't get returns because people can't figure out how to use your product. And this is also a really great opportunity for cross-sells. So show your customers other things that they might like based on what they've already purchased. So this is one that I think is easily abused where you get somebody, they've given you a little bit of money and you're so enthusiastic and you overload them with post-purchase messages. So how many is too many? How quickly? How often? What do you recommend? Yeah, that is like the age-old question, right? How many emails is too many emails? Uh, With your post-purchase specifically, I usually send two, sometimes three, depending on, you know, if I want like a product review and a Google review or something like that. The first email for me is always a thank you email, thanking them for purchasing. And I'll actually even go a step further. And I have different emails that I send to customers based off of if they're a first time customer or if they're a returning customer, I send them different emails and I speak to them differently, which is really important. So I think two is kind of a sweet spot. First one is just thank you, you know, kind of thanking them, showing appreciation. And the second one's asking for that review. If you're not already using some kind of a review app like a judge.me or something like that, that automatically sends out those review requests. Otherwise, I would go with two, three if you're really, really keen. You said something earlier there about if it's a complex product, that how-to email becomes very important because it increases the satisfaction and reduces the chances that you'll have that return. I'm not sure I necessarily need a how-to if I buy notebooks or something. I'm pretty sure right now I know how to use that. So we've got the first three, but there's one more. 
There is one more, and this is the campaign email. Some platforms, depending on what you use for your email software, will refer to it as um, like a broadcast email or something like that. We use uh, Klaviyo as our email service provider, and within that platform, it's called a campaign. But these are those one-time sends that you can schedule if you wanted to, schedule them ahead of time or send them as soon as you create them. And you send these to a pre-established group of contacts. So as I kind of mentioned earlier, like this could be a weekly newsletter, maybe you have a sale, uh, maybe you have a new product or a new collection launch or something like that, that you want to let your customers know about. And the big question with the campaigns, and we kind of touched on this with the post-purchase, but this is one where I always get asked, how often should I send these? I don't want to bother my customers. I don't want to send them a ton of emails. We tend to send emails until they stop generating sales. That's when we know the email doesn't work anymore. But with campaigns, I recommend start with one a week. You know, it kind of depends on your capacity as well. If you have a team or if you're a one person team and you're just getting, doing all this stuff by yourself, one a week should be manageable. And I always recommend working your way up to two to five per week. I know that sounds crazy. You're probably thinking, whoa, that's way too many emails. But it actually isn't because campaigns are where you leverage list segmentation. So not all of those campaigns are going to the same people. And if you think sending, you know, five campaigns sounds like a lot. Well, it's not if you're sending them to five different audience segments then you're not hitting the same people five times a week. That's my tip. Work up to two to five per week if you have the capacity to do so. You know, I have to admit, I was really catching my breath there when you said two to five, because I'm thinking, I don't want five emails from anybody. But when you clarify it and you're like, okay, segment your list and really target different audiences and deliver campaigns that are relevant to people who buy from you all the time versus people who only buy certain products versus people who haven't bought from you in a really long time and really working and moving people between those lists, I can see where that would become very beneficial. Yes. I was going to say your VIPs, for example, your frequent purchasers and your big spenders, that is a segment that you want to treat extra special. Absolutely. Ivana, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for having me. We're going to make sure that we have a link in the show notes to your Facebook group. So if you are listening and really want to learn more about mastering e-commerce, this Facebook group is absolutely where you want to go. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and want to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.